Alright, I'm recording right now. I got out of work and I didn't even want to eat anything. The thought of food after getting out of work is so, like, gross to me. Because I put out, like, dude, like, 200 plates of food. So by the time I'm done with that, I'm like, I don't want to fucking eat anything. <laughs> Oh my god, I was so smacked when I got there, <clears throat> and I had just eaten this real fat egg and cheese grinder at home, and uh, I got there and I made like, I ate like two cookies right away, and like three big ass cups of coffee, I eat, I try to eat as much as I can, but it's not easy because I'd be busy, so I'd just be mostly eating fries. I eat, like, handfuls of fries like a fucking gremlin in the corner of the kitchen. Bro, the best thing about working at the old people home was that they always, like, you always got breakfast and lunch. If you work morning shift and then night shift, you always got dinner, bro. And there would be so much shit left over, I'd literally take home, like, yeah, you told me feed the whole family for the day type shit. That's hey, that's. They have like twelve pastrami grinders left, bro. Freaking, they have like ten fucking. What do you call it? Yo, that old people food home. Like a bratwurst, like the sausage with the peppers and onions. Oh my god. That old people home food, too, is really fucking decent. It's not, like, the greatest quality ingredients, but, no, you know. It's like lunch. It's like school lunch, but. But better. Cook it up better. Yeah, know? because they got. They got actual seasoning and stuff there. It's, it's better than lunch food. The ingredients are a little bit better than lunch food, in my opinion. My mom used to work at one, and she was nice, so I would eat all her shit all the time. And that shit's not bad. Like, if you got a good cook in there. Like, the egg is, like. That 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 fucking like milk carton full of fake egg shit. That's so gross, dude. That shit gives you the, that shit gives you the most evil farts after you eat it, bro. Oh my god, but dude, they would get so perfect. Like what do you call it? They because they would like put them in, uh, you know, like the what do you call it? Like the thing with the boiler underneath it. Like just the hot trays or whatever. To yeah, the sterno, the sterno, that little yeah. flame with the weird blue gel in it. No, 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 no. Like, you were like on the line, bro. Like, you never seen like, what do you call it? Where how they have like the water underneath and they boil it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's like steam tables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had that, but it would cook the outside of the egg a little bit more than the inside, so it'd be really super soft on the inside, and then like. Just the tiniest, tiniest bit, like, firm on the outside. Yeah, That's but... So good, dude. Yeah, but, like, two hours after you eat that fake egg shit, you be cutting the most demon fucking farts. Like, farts that are evil, bro, from the pits of hell. Uh, that's the same thing as the fucking Burger King eggs that they got, bro. If you eat breakfast from Burger King, you're dumb. Like, I cannot fuck with you. That shit is evil.
Oh my God, Taco Bell breakfast, bro. If you're getting breakfast from Taco Bell, I don't even want to talk to you. Like that, not even a dub. Like I want you actively away from me. Come on, bro. The shit. That At like seven, eight in the morning, you get up and the first thing you think is like, yo, let me get some Taco Bell. Taco Bell is fucking nasty. My dad was a manager there for like three days and he said that they just get this bags of everything pre-cooked and you pretty much just boil. Drop the... it in the... Yeah, you just drop it into the things and heat it up. Mm-hmm. And that's how it was at Subway too, bro. The, the chicken comes like the chicken comes on a bone, vacuum sealed in the bag, and like the rotisserie chicken, and then you just pull it off the bone when you get it. Oh, I never had to prep the rotisserie chicken at Subway. That shit was nasty, though. You ever smelled? You ever smelled the roast beef when it comes out the bag, bro? Oh. It gets like that, like, sticky, like, little bits of meat. You know what I'm talking about? Oh. Like, it, like, crumbles away. Dude. Like, I will not eat Subway. Nisa used to get it all the time, and I couldn't do it, bro. I would splurge the extra couple dollars to just get Nardelli's, which is, like, real fucking meat. You watch them slice it in front of you and shit. You know what I'm saying? Out here, my favorite is Publix, bro. The Publix grinders with the, any type of the turkey they got, the pepper mill, the fucking slow smoke, the Cajun turkey, any of that shit, like shaved with some fucking thin sliced American cheese and like this, the, the shaved lettuce. Bro, that shit slaps. Oh, Of the shaved lettuce? Yeah, I had to get a fucking... And this fucking cock-sucking tinfoil. I don't... I won't eat the... I won't eat the leaf lettuce. I don't like leaf lettuce. I'm like a sandwich, bro. It just don't... It don't hit the same. Shaved lettuce is, like, perfect. You know what I'm saying? That shit... It's, like, the perfect amount of crunchy and shit. You can't have too much of the lettuce either. I hate when someone makes a sandwich and they overdo it with, like, too much of anything. Because then you fuck up the whole balance, bro. There's, like, a perfect amount of meat, a perfect amount of cheese, a perfect amount of lettuce, a perfect amount of peppers and shit. You can't... That smells so good. The Hawaiian rolls, bro. Like, the little square sliders. Those are fire. The King Hawaiian ones or whatever I think they're called. I've seen mad places before will just get the whole fucking block of them and cut the top off and just fill the whole thing with meat and then just fucking put the top back on and just cut them off, yo. Dude, that's what they do at my job, except they do in, uh, they do it in force. Like, so they make, like, a regular size sandwich out of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then, dude, they do it with the smoked gooder, the ham. Oh, my gosh. So I, good. Anything smoked is so fire. 
Well, yo, before we get too deep into the food conversations, we're already like five minutes fucking deep. Uh, this is the first episode of the Unemployed Podcast. Uh, my name is Cyrus. Uh, I'm a fucking... I do some stand-up comedy sometimes. I do some kitchen stuff. Oh, because I felt like we were getting too deep into the food conversations, bro. I wanna, I, I still want to bring it in. You know, this is the first episode. We got to celebrate for that. I'm getting extra high for the first episode. All right, hold up. I'll do my introduction in a second. I'm about to throw this lettuce on me. Yep. All right, it's all good. Well, uh. They'll hear what we're trying to say. Well, uh, the unemployed is something that we've been thinking about for a while. Uh, I think we came up with it, like, at the very first week that the pandemic hit when, like, nobody had jobs for that first week. Uh, and it was something that we kind of just put to the side for a while, but now we have the time and the initiative to get this fucking podcast going. I'm glad that we put the effort in. I wasn't really feeling up to it earlier, but I'm feeling good. I'm smoking on some fucking block pack, but it's strong. That shit is hitting. My eyes feel low. I hit the fucking True Leave Sunday Driver cart before a couple times. Side note, I got my drug dealer high, and this motherfucker smoked like a quarter of my dab cart in like three hits. That was pretty awesome. I'm cutting you off, bro. I am Jordan. All the unemployed shit that he says. And, yeah, sometimes I do kitchen shit, too. (laughs) But we we do have some shit in the works. Uh, Nothing too... I'll be making music sometimes, too. Yup. The unemployed... Is a collective of artists. It's kind of small right now. The idea or the vision behind it that we had, though, is a is a collective of artists who all kind of work together and try to branch out into as many fucking mediums as possible. Uh, I even down to you know I'd be doing some stand up. I I fucking skateboard. I'm trying to. I got some ideas for some future projects coming up. We don't have much in the works at the moment, but we have some shit that's gonna be coming out soon for you guys. Uh, Hopefully, in like a year, I wanna, when I get out there with you, bro, I wanna get into the photography shit. Hell yeah! Unemployed will soon be hitting all the fucking angles. We're gonna take over the world, baby. Uh. <laughs> the hot pastrami baby. I like put way too much salami on this though. Like you were saying, I'll fuck it up. Fuck the whole ratio up. You can never fuck the sandwich up. The 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 whole the whole balance of the the sandwich lies within the equilibrium of its contents. You can't. It, you can't even overdo the mustard or the mayonnaise. I hate mayonnaise if you put even the tiniest bit too much. Because you don't want to taste the mayonnaise. Most people don't know it, but 
literally whipped eggs. Yeah, that shit is nasty. It's gross to me. But I, for some reason, it really fuck with sandwiches with mayonnaise now. I don't like mayonnaise on burgers. We were talking about Burger King before, bro. They had for a while this, like, 4 or $6 Bacon King deal where you get this fucking huge hamburger of, like, horse meat for $4 and fake bacon. And them motherfuckers would put as much mayonnaise as they possibly could load into a burger onto that thing. It was fucking disgusting. You take a bite and mayonnaise flops out into your lap and oh, shit. That's like, a, that's like a chicken. Oh, I hate that shit. It's fucking disgusting. I'm not trying to eat a big pile of mayonnaise with some chicken, bro. How do you motherfuckers not know this by now? I know that fast food workers are usually teenagers and shit, so you can't hate on them too hard, but... Bro, I told you mad times, I got into a fight with my girl, my ex, Nisa, Matt, like, she was mad because I was talking shit about the people at McDonald's, but like, you gotta, if you have a job, you should take pride in what you do, you know what I'm saying, even if your job is to fucking clean shit out of the toilets, you chose to do that job, you know what I'm saying? You chose to do that job, so if you put yourself into a job, bro, you should do every fucking day with, you know what I'm saying, or quit and find another one. I, we just complained about work earlier, but while I was there, I still cranked out mad salads, I was nice to everybody, I did everything that I could, which is expected of you, you know what I'm saying, it's not anything to brag about, all I'm saying is if you're at work, bro, you should, you should take pride in what you're doing, even if it is fucking flipping burgers at McDonald's, you could be doing nothing, and living somewhere where you gotta fucking eat grass and shit, you know what I'm saying? You know what like, gets me mad, though? What? People don't acknowledge the work that you put in. Definitely. Like, like the other day, I had this guy fucking come up to ask me to write on a cake, right? <laughs> so, usually, I tell people, like, uh, what do you call it? Hey, I can't do cursive or anything fancy like that. Because some people are, like, really particular about their cakes. Yeah, and if you get it returned, the store is going to be mad exactly. as fuck. pay it or whatever, you know what I mean? If I'm doing that once a week, they're going to fire me or freaking, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not going to be good. <laughs> so, freaking, what do you call it? And I always have them write out the name or, like, like I'm not really not good at spelling. So if it's, like, anniversary or something or, like... They want, like, some, like, the one time this lady came in and she wanted some Indian word written down, but I always have them write that stuff down on the paper, right? And this dude literally looked like my kid tried to write <laughs> their name, bro. It, it looked like fucking literally like a stereotypical, like, cartoon kid fucking crayon drew on the <laughs> I swear to God. Like, the R had, like, a line coming out, and then it went back in, and then it went so retarded. And, like, three of them were capital, and then the rest was low. <laughs> <laughs> My man was having a hard time. And, but, bro, right? Then I write on it, and I mess up, like, one little thing, but I'm nice with the frosting. So I freaking, I, like, I know how to pick it up off the cake without fucking up the the frosting, right, so I could redo the letters and shit. Yeah. 
and mind you, I've like I've taken the time out of my break to learn how to write on this shit. Like for the first two weeks I was working there, I didn't take break at the end of the day. I just wrote on what do you call it, the parchment paper with the freaking icing. And this dude, as the after he writes like that, all fucking retarded like a little kid, he goes. Oh, you need to learn how to make some better letters. I literally, I just told him I was like, not nah, for 13 an hour. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck out of my face. You want to come back here and write your own fucking cake? Another lady told me, she was like, they don't make you go to handwriting school before this? <laughs> oh, I work at Shop and Shop. Yeah, right, lady. Where the fuck do you work? <laughs> Did you ever work at a grocery store before? Like, I do not. Require handwriting school, bro. Nah, you know what? I'm not even gonna lie. I I just talked all that hot shit about not taking advantage of your jobs, but I do often. But at the same time, you shouldn't be taking it out on the customer. You know what I'm saying? If the customer is not in the wrong, like I don't know. Yeah, no. If they're yeah, if they're just like, oh, hey, can I get this? Then you should, or you should do it to the best of your ability. You know what I mean? Yo, I will say though that I be getting so mad because I, I, you know, it's not even like I have some hard job. I just be making salads, but fucking people always want all this stupid shit added to the salad or or changed or like like we have this one salad where it's like it's like beets garbanzo beans fucking lettuce this and that blah 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 and everyone will be like no beets no beets no garbanzo beans no onions no beets so i got like 20 tickets i'm trying to just bang this shit out real quick and this motherfucker is like bringing them back every time like this is wrong you need to remake it so i just pick stuff off of their salad and like send it back out which is fucking up. Hey man, if you got clean hands. Yeah, I always, I'm, I'm very, very sanitary. Like, I, I was only... gonna say, in the professional kitchens and stuff, they don't wear gloves. I always it's wear gloves. I afraid to like touch your food with like the back of their hand to make sure it's, I don't know what you call it, hot enough and stuff. Well, because in the food world, you are, you're like, like in order, like so. You're the tool, bro. A lot of people that like, get, you know, trained, are trained to use their hands and shit like that, like, that's just how you, how you figure shit out, but in order to become, like, a, like, a nice chef, you have to learn, like, sanitary precautions and shit, so, like, the good chefs will wash their hands, like, every 10 minutes, every 15 minutes tops, you know what I'm saying, or, like, as soon as you touch something, like, like, salmon, you go and wash your fucking hands, because you might be touching some beef after or something, That's such a fast-paced environment. Yeah, it is. The kitchen is definitely an interesting place. It's not my favorite, but at the same time, I like it than the other the other things I was doing recently. The painting job was fucking interesting, but there was... Dude, I just didn't like that I was constantly surrounded by people who were doing, like, like hard drugs. Like, I don't like that shit. Like, like there was one guy, Mike, who would all the time fucking like, bring meth to work, and fucking, he would bring the other co-workers into the fucking, into the truck on the brakes and do meth with them, I smoked weed with him quite a few times, but, I, obviously, he never even, like, offered me to do meth or anything, but, nah, the other day, the hardest thing I ever seen in person was dust, 
I don't ever, I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever seen angel dust. I thought I got dusted when I was a teenager. Me and Justin smoked this crazy ass weed that we got from like his, from his connect, right? And we smoked it, and I got so fucking high that I couldn't figure out how to set his DVD. You definitely would have tasted it. Yeah, they say it tastes like burning plastic. I don't think I got dusted anymore, but when I was younger, I was convinced. But I must have just gotten super fucking high or something. Justin originally told me that the chick dipped the weed in acid and or something like that. And that shit, that don't work. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I tried to smoke mushrooms before. I've heard people tell me they grinded up mushrooms and mixed the dust into a blunt and it makes you see the smoke come out purple. I was like, you're yeah, fucking right. Yeah, right, if anything, you just ruined yourself a whole blunt because now you have fungi dust in your weed. Like, what? And I would like... I think the reason that it didn't work is because the, the psilocybin combusts at a certain, like at a temperature lower than the big flame does. Than the flame, yeah. Same thing but with... I think, it, but I think if I were to get, um, what do you call it, hemp wick, it might work. I've heard people tell me that they've baked mushrooms into pizza, mad different people, and that they ate them and tripped out. But I don't think you could bake mushrooms into pizza because you have to bake a pizza at 400 degrees in the oven. I don't like at least, you know what I'm saying? Brick oven pizzas, I think, are hotter than 400 degrees. I don't think Maybe you could... if you threw it on in the last like few seconds. I I was gonna say I could imagine maybe if you if you mushed like some fucking shrooms into the middle of a pizza cold pizza and folded it over if you had like a big enough piece. Yo, speaking of big ass pieces of pizza, you remember when we were kids and we used to go to Six Flags in Mass and fucking we would always stop at that one pizza place and it had like pieces of pizza for like three dollars that was the size of your head, bro. I feel like I do, but I don't. Oh, yeah. By the way, for those of you that don't know, we're brothers. For a long time now. <laughs> so we will be referencing things that are old. Uh, but, yeah, no, I don't fucking... I don't remember that shit. I barely remember going to Six Flags, dude. All, I was real young at that point. All I remember... Remember those helicopters in uh, water parks? Yeah. many memories of theme parks. I remember one year we were supposed to go to Quasi for uh for um, that's what my my dad said. It's the most ghetto shitty fucking theme park. It's not even a real theme park, so I didn't even go. That's the only one I never been to. But I told I've been there a few times. Nah, that uh, that that sounds like if anything, it's like one like a an amusement park for like broke people with children. I don't. Yeah, dude, it literally it's like it's like a forever standing carnival. Let's look that. That makes any sense? You know what I'm saying? Like the the quality of rides. They got like a carousel and shit there, right? Yeah, but dude, like all the rides, they look like they could be like packed up. 
Yeah, and like ready to fold up and go. Yeah, dude, like they're ready to go at any time. They're ready to go at any time. As soon as one kid dies, they're out of there. Yo, how? What? This place called freaking Santa's Village, up in somewhere. I think it was in Mass or something like that. Was that the one that? New Hampshire. Oh. But freaking, I don't know, somewhere up there, above Connecticut, and freaking uh, yeah, it was just built as hell, just like a winter wonderland with mad freaking some amusement park rides, and then like. I remember we went to this one guy, he was, like, making custom rings for people, but it was made out of, like, the horseshoe nails, but they say that it was, like, a reindeer, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was just cool, like, for a kid, and I was, like, I was even, like, 12 years old, I knew that Santa wasn't real and shit, but it was just, like, the atmosphere, you know what I mean? Like, it made you feel like a kid again. Oh, yeah. I love Christmas because... It's like the most magical time of the year, whatever the fuck. But I hate it because, like, because it always reminds me that we have, like, a fucked up family, you know? Yeah, but I've, I've come to realize, like, over the course of, like, when I was younger, I, I stopped, at, like, telling or asking people or, like, not asking, but... Like, venting to my teachers and stuff, my therapist, like, oh, like, I just want to be a normal person, you know what I mean? Because yeah. they told me, like, 90% of people have problems. Yeah, percent of people have problems. Even, even rich people, bro, look at, like, for somehow, somehow, it don't even make sense, every single rich person is a pedophile. <laughs> and, and could you imagine, like, the the suicidal thoughts that come with not having anything else to do. Like you have, you are on the top of the world. What? Where else is there going? Like they're just stagnant. Yeah, you're just waiting for something to happen, pretty much, I guess. Like, or you're, or you just go and blow your money. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing else to achieve at that point. You yeah, know once I mean? you like, make like ten million dollars, how much more money do you need? Not at even that? saying. I'm talking about like. Bezos type shit, like, that nigga had to go to compete with Elon Musk to go to Mars type shit. Yeah, for real. Just to find something just to do, yeah, to do. for real. Like, imagine getting to that point, like, the, if you, if you aren't intellectually capable of doing stuff like that, and you have that much money, like, you, probably, that's probably why so many people die from drugs, like, artists and stuff, because they're not, yeah, they're, they're intellectually in touch with the different side of their brain, though. Not the logical side, the more creative side, you know what I mean? So they're not gifted with numbers and all that stuff. Some of them might be, but majority of them are just artists, dude. And that's why you see probably so many of them fucking OD. There was this one guy, Basquiat, who was my fucking favorite. He was this, like, weirdo that grew up in New York in the, in, like, like the eight, the 60s, I think. I don't remember, I'm fucking stoned as hell right now, but he used to write all this crazy-ass, uh, like, graffiti everywhere, and then 
he went to this art school and started getting picked up by people to sell paintings for like hundreds of thousands of dollars. So this dude, he became like eccentric as fuck. Like he started wearing these like thousand dollar like uh, designer suits and he would paint in them and splatter himself with paint and just like wear them every day and sleep in them and shit. And he started doing heroin after he got famous, I'm pretty sure. And he like, he ended up because like he hated the idea of being famous same thing with like Kurt Cobain like this dude you know he started a band like everyone everyone who starts a band like I imagine probably has the intention of like you know someday a whole bunch of people are going to listen to this and I'm going to make a whole bunch of money blah 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 when Nirvana became the biggest fucking band in the world arguably one of the best at the time that they were out you know what I'm saying I fucking love Nirvana and uh you know what I'm saying? That their music was like some of it came out before we were even born. You for sure before you were even born. Before I was born. Most like, of the music I listened to came out before I was born because after 2002, the, bro, like after 2000, the world just went to shit. After really after the 60s, the world went to shit, dude. There, I was just watching this thing ever since the like 70s. There was a, I gotta send you the video, dude. I'm that Jake Tran guy. Shout out to Jake Tran. Social media is very weird. It's very That's what strange. I'm saying, like you could post the sandwich with no crust on it, and they'll be like, "Oh, he's a pussy." It's a, it's, 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 it's given a lot of people voices who, in other situations, would never be able to voice their opinions. You know what I'm saying? Like people on Twitter who have no idea what the fuck they're talking about, myself included. Yeah, for real, people who just come up with ideas and then they'd be like, blah, 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 you know what I'm saying? That shit is crazy. I don't know, dude. The internet is bugged out. I've always loved it. Like people who send like death threats that are like freaking 400 pounds overweight or freaking, you know what I mean? Like, or like a skinny little nerd or something. And even the people that are fucking buff and shit, like a lot of people are buff because they're insecure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're not going to fucking, what do you call it? They're most likely not going to actually punch you or kill you or do anything like that. Shout out to buff people. <laughs> um, I'm on my way to being a buff person. I, uh... Fuck, I forgot what we were talking about before. The buff people. About buff people? Yeah, what were we talking about before that? Fuck. Um, 
Yeah, I'm high as a motherfucker. Shout out to the weed man. Um, I would like to throw in cookies and jungle boys are coming to Florida soon, and I would like to be like the biggest customer. So shout out to cookies and shout out to jungle boys. Some of my favorite fucking weed. I love uh, I love anything cookies. The fucking dude. There was one that was called like pancakes or something. The pancakes weed was fucking ridiculous. The I've smoked a couple different runts strains and those are always fucking ridiculous. Shout out to runts. There's this dispensary near me, Liberty Health Sciences. And it always has, like, popcorn nug for 27 and 8th, which is, like, some people like big-ass nugs of weed, but I'm going to break that shit down anyways, you know what I'm saying? So I don't mind the little nugs. In the big nugs, thank you. The little nugs only have tiny-ass stems in a big... It's like a .5, but still, that's a .5 out of my 3 grams of the stems, or even a .2, like... Yeah, so they'll always have some 21, 22% popcorn nug for $27. That's my favorite fucking deal. That's my favorite fucking deal. They have runs quite often as all one right, of the popcorn right. nugs. This is, this is a question for you. Uh, <laughs> What's up? What's your opinion on shake? I don't like dispensary shake. Because the dispensary shake is never actually shake. It's always, like, le- like trim, like, leaf and, like, stem products and shit. But if you get, like, a, like a quarter pound, you know what I'm saying? And at the bottom of that quarter pound, there's, like, seven grams of, like, shake from the, from the whole thing of pork. You know, from the whole thing. That's going to be a fucking, a beautiful fucking seven grams. They're going to roll that shit up get high as hell. There's going to be keef. There's going to be trichomes. Dude, I almost in certain situations like street packs better than dispensary weed. Just tonight, I'm telling you, I went and got a 20 sack. Yeah, and I like knowing that that from the dispensary, there's a good chance that my shit is really, really healthy. Like Connecticut is actually horrible with that. They let uh, they have like certain uh mold numbers and shit that are like known to be unhealthy for people but you can still buy the weed like they'll just sell it anyways but like street bud you never know what the fuck you're buying unless you're buying from someone who like routinely smokes their own shit that's why i happen to like the kid that i just met from my job he like he's a real obvious but this dude smokes a lot so shout out to the plat packs i fucking love I love the cheap plats. You can never go wrong with like an ounce for a hundred and forty dollars. <laughs> That's like, come on, bro. So one time I grabbed the ounce for, no, a half ounce for eighty bucks. I didn't have to get high at that one time. <laughs> I was so mad, bro. I was so mad, but of what? I think you told me about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got an ounce of this shit for 80 bucks from my normal guy who had these. Bro, this normal guy who I ended up fucking burning. R.I.P. to that connection. Good job, Cyrus. Um, 
This dude always had real fire za and then real banging plat and bubba packs for like the low low. Like they were going for like like six forty, six fifty. <coughs> Andy would give you the zips in these like branded zip bags, so I would just pull up on people with the like za bags and weigh their shit up right in front of them. It was bad, fucking cool. But uh, <coughs> he had this shit that was going for. <coughs> 80 an ounce, so one day I think I met up with him, and I grabbed some other shit from this dude, and I was like, you know what, let me grab one of the $80 ounces of weed, like, no matter how fucking shitty this is, I can roll up, like, some strong ass, or some big ass backwoods, you know? Bro, it smelled like ketchup, I got home and opened the bag, and it smelled like fucking ketchup, so I rolled... Like, probably a good four into the backwood, and all you could... Oh, dude, you'd spark it up, and all you could taste is backwood. Like, no weed flavor at all, and it smelled like ketchup, and it was real dark. Like, that was some old-school Mexican block pack. I got a little bit high off of it, for sure, but I'm like a connoisseur, bro. That was the shit that I made into the cookies. I ate like 22 of those fucking cookies. Yo, facts. That shit was the ketchup OG. Shout out the $80 packs. Shout out that dude. My bad. If you're ever listening to this, my bad. I burned you over the $80. We will get you that $80. I'll get you the eighty dollars back. I'll get you the eighty dollars back. Loki is a, well, I'm not even in this, but I heard rap and Loki is your fault, dude. Really? It's yeah. not my fault. I tried to hit this no, dude no, up. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm talking to him. Oh, but yeah, I I I'm almost up. So once I'm up, I got you, baby. And we'll be I back. I'll fucking zell it over. No one has to get shot. Nobody has to. I'll give you a hundred. Yeah, it's been a little bit. I was not the greatest person for a long time, but I am every day working on trying to become a better person, and that's all you can fucking do. You know what I'm saying? I had my problems for a little bit, but we all have our own problems, and fucking now I'm just smoking reefer, and I'm not stealing from people anymore. <laughs> I'm trying to quit the weed, bro. That's like my biggest thing right now. It's like, and I know it's coming because I'm, I wasn't thinking about it. Like, I was comfortable smoking weed, getting real high and shit. And now every single day it's in my head not smoke. I've, like I've, that. every time that I have to pay for it, I think about quitting. Cause when you're, cause when you're selling this shit, it don't, you know, it don't even matter. Like uh, I'm gonna, even if you do smoke a quarter ounce of a, in the night, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna make that shit back tomorrow. I'll make that shit back as soon as I re up. Like, and if like, like I I I love to be able to spread my inventory around and grab a couple different things. So that way, even if I do, you know, smoke a little bit too much pot, I could sell an extra. 
stab cart or like for one day if I want I could smoke a couple grams of wax instead of smoking any trees and make a whole bunch of money that day you know there, there there's there's different shout out to legal weed and CT shout out to legal weed and CT you motherfuckers waited till a week after I moved to Florida to make it legal but shout out to legal weed but it's all right cuz someday when I'm older I'm going to come back and I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking grow as much as I can as I can inside, and it's gonna I'm gonna terrorize my lungs in Connecticut. Like I'm gonna fucking. Bro, freaking. That's like my goal when I get older. And actually, no, my goals can change every day. I just said I want to stop smoking. Now <laughs> I'm saying that I want to grow bad weed. That's a, I never want to stop smoking weed, bro. Shout out to weed. To- I don't freaking want to stop smoking, but I know it's the right move for a little while. I'd, even mentally, it is not the right move for me, but financially, it is kind of the only move. Dude, I'm, I literally... I get a freaking job, bro. I'm trying to be a cop. For anyone listening, I literally have been selling my blood to be able to buy weed. <laughs> like, I go to the blood plasma center, and every time I donate, they give me a hundred bucks. And the first thing I do is like fill up my gas tank and then go get an eighth. Like I'm literally like a crackhead for weed. That should don't like that should not be how people operate. But I have been down on money for a little bit, and I'm finally coming back up. I just got this job at this Jewish deli a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I'm about to collect. You got like, you got like food stamps for weed and gas. Yo, that would be real awesome if I could get the government. You just fucking don't sit down for a little bit, donate it's really awesome. I love just sitting down and listening to Joey Diaz. The time actually passes by pretty fast in there. You're so not watching Joey Diaz. I'm fine by too fast. You're not supposed to smoke. You're not supposed to smoke before you go in there because uh, it raises your blood pressure a little bit. But it's so fucking boring that I gotta have to get high before I donate blood. But I have to get high before I donate or I do anything. Yeah, literally, dude. Work is the worst. I just want to be like, like high to the point of where like I don't know what's going on the whole time I'm at work until I get out and then. Like, honestly, when I get out of work, I could deal with not being so high all, like, all night. You know what I'm saying? I just smoked two little-ass joints, but I only grabbed a fucking two-gram sack tonight, so I can't smoke that much. You know what I'm saying? But during the daytime, bro, while I'm at work, I would smoke fucking ten bloods if I could. I hate, I hate working so much. But... Shout out to the Bradley home, bro. I would bring the bong to the job, bro. Oh my god. My when favorite. I my grandpa's minivan, dude. I would freaking like wrap it in a shirt and stuck like stuff it in the seat so it wouldn't slide around and shit. And then it had the little compartments in the back, so I would put my grinder and then my my spot and whatever. And then that dude, whenever I was doing dishes, oh my god, that's a wrap. You remember when I was texting the group chat like for like three hours smoking the bong? Yeah. Yo, my favorite job ever was Fancy Bagels in Southington. There, Dom and Jackie were fucking wonderful people to me, and I kind of left like an asshole. But if 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 anyone ha- if anyone hey, is in Southington, women, women 
I left because I thought that I was going to start a family with this girl. I had been working at Fancy for four years, and I finally met this, this girl, and I fucking... I left. But either way, the, the point was that I would I would I was tasked with making bagels for like the for like three of the four years that I worked there. I was a baker, right? So I'll show up at four in the morning. Boom. I gotta wake up at three o'clock. So I'm getting as high as I can until three thirty, which is honestly not that high because it's fucking three in the morning. But I'll smoke as much reefer as I can, right? Get there power fucking make the first rack of bagels because i was supposed to be there at three but i showed up at 345 and then fucking uh as soon as that first one is done i'm getting at least one other person there to come outside and smoke a blunt with me so then the boss ain't even there yet and i'm fucking two blunts deep now and and you know what i'm saying then everyone shows up and once everyone shows up you kind of got to chill down with the smoking because, like, the, nobody knew, you know what I'm saying, except, like, a couple yeah, no, co-workers. But I was still... Smoking with my boy Tommy. Tommy is cool as fuck. That kid came and did my lawn for free, yo. One day, he literally just, like, with his lawnmower, he was like, yo, you want me to cut your grass? Because I was selling Tommy weed, and I, he came over to take some dabs and cop some weed from me one day. And fucking, he was like, yo, you want me to cut your grass? And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll pay you if you want to cut it. And he was like, nah, you don't have to pay me. Like, I, I have a whole bunch of lawns anyways. You already cut me. That yard was hell small. It was small. It, it probably would have took him like. Him 20 bucks. Well, that's, I was going to offer him 20 bucks. But he came over and did it while I wasn't home. I was like out running errands or something. So, yeah, so my dad gave him a blunt 20 bucks and a beer and he smoked some weed with him. And Tommy was like, yo, that was the coolest shit ever. Your dad's cool. That was real awesome. And I was like, dude, thank you. You like fucking came and mowed my lawn. Either way, everyone at Fancy Bagels are fucking wonderful people. If you're in Southington or you're in the fucking Connecticut area and you want a bagel, go to Fancy Bagels. That shit slaps. I'm not, this is not ad placements or anything, but I love those people. I miss working there. I miss being around that specific group of people. It was a wonderful time in my life. I was trying to have sex with lesbians. I was smoking mad weed all day. I was selling weed to people right out of the back of the bagel shop. It was the greatest, it was like the greatest four years of my life type shit, but I, I, I really missed that place. Oh, fuck. What was your least favorite job that you ever had? My least favorite job? Probably the Amazon. Oh, yeah, I couldn't run this. <laughs> Shout out, Amazon. Yo, the driving job was fucking fire. I always tell everybody that. I tell anybody like that was like, damn, I don't want to do for a job. I'm like, look for the driving job at Amazon or whatever. The driving but, job is fucking fire. It sucks because they got you on the road for like 10 hours a day, but it's fucking, bro, cake super easy you just drive around i was smoking weed in the van i was fucking i was chilling and taking lunch breaks and shit i was like bro i got drunk on the van i did perks in the van it was a great time i had a lot of fucking fun i was pulling over and taking pisses and gatorade bottles in the van it was a good time 
not the fucking warehouse job, dude. My back was about to, like, explode by the time two hours before the shift was over. I literally, and there was one person training, like, 20 people, bro, like, somewhat, but I had to read this shit off of a fucking instructional screen, and, like, I was so fucking, what do you call it, high, and, <laughs> what do you call it, like, there's mad different, like, things that you have to look out for that they're not allowed to ship. Yeah. So, and, like, or, like, you also have to, they, like, want you to check the barcode and shit. But that was the one you doing 200 items per hour. <laughs> How are you supposed to bang all this shit out? Like, what the fuck? The, the routes that they would give you on the driving app was fucking crazy. That was the one thing, dude. They they started me off with 160 packages in an, in an eight-hour shift. You're there for 10 hours, but the first hour you go... You know, you get to your, your DSP, because I worked at a station that was contracted by Amazon. I didn't work directly for Amazon. So you show up to your DSP, you get your van, you go to the station, you gas up, you drive to the town, right? So they would always put me in fucking Tolland from Bristol. So I'll go to my DSP, grab a van, go load up like the, the 160 packages, and then go hit Tolland, and boom, you got from like 11 in the... Nah, you got from like like one in the afternoon until like 9 p.m. to bang out like 160 orders. Now, that is 20 orders an hour, which comes out to doable. It's like three minutes. Three, it it's like three minutes per delivery. It's doable. You know what I'm saying? But then they start putting on two, 200, then 220, then 250. Then some days you got 257 packages, right? And they're like... Yeah, but sometimes it's like... Like, I know my girl, we were in, like, six packages per one stop, bro. Definitely, but the the way that that shit goes is you got to get to a house, right? Well, so say you get to the first stop and you got, like, 12 or 13 tote bags all full of shit. The app will tell you which tote bag you got to open for the, for the first, you know, like, 25 pa or stops. Because that, that's usually what it was, like 20 or 30 stops per tote bag, something like that. And fucking, then you fish out the five or six packages per house, run it over, boom, hop back in the van, go to the next house, which is usually like a minute or two away. Hop, fish out their next 10 packages, then, you know, you go like that. And there was actually a routine to set up the, the tote bags so where you could kind of just as soon as one's done you pull out the next one and you already know which one it's gonna be but it was hard to do that shit cause fucking sometimes it, sometimes it don't work out you don't you know it don't work out exactly so then you gotta go fish out a separate tote find this one put that one back go back to the original tote like it was just it was it was, it was complicated but you make it work and you're doing so much shit that time yeah, goes by yeah, it was like they wanted like, you to do. Uh, I remember I didn't even finish a whole shift. I got two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, dude, they they really kick you up over there. Shout out to Amazon. I want to get a driver job real bad again. If I get another I driver job, then I could learn the area around here. But yo, the dogs. Amazon 
Zones, assuming he will not crash the van again, I promise. My second day at Amazon, they had me doing downtown Hartford all by myself in, like, the north end, bro, the scariest fucking part of Hartford. And I had to drop a package off to the second floor of this apartment building. So I go around the back because that's what they're telling me to do. And there's a pit bull with, I swear to God, like a baby, like a baby fence in front of this porch that's holding this pit bull back. And this motherfucker is about to eat me. Like he's real angrily, like obviously about to jump over the fucking gate. So I just tossed their package, and I was like, fuck this. I'm not getting bitten by a dog for Amazon, bro. I'm not, like, and I'm not kicking a dog to death in, like, the north end of Hartford because it's latched onto my leg because then I'm just going to get shot for, like, killing somebody's dog in the middle of the street. It was not a good situation either way. Bro, I love how, bro, I went to school, um, sorry. In New Britain, but it was like a alternative school, so it was kids from mad different towns and shit. And like there was a few of them from Hartford, and what you call it. All I remember is they would always, 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 always argue about that the north side was harder than the south side, or the south side was harder than the north side, bro. Like, nah, the north side really gets it popping. There's a lot of. Bro, there's... But like, that's what they all say because everybody wants to be you know yeah, but why is that a thing that you want to be like so fucking killer ruthless like son we're in school you're in high school uh because because everyone wants to be like chicago as soon as chief keith came out everybody wanted to be a shooter and shit like Dude, even like and then, like, as, yeah, really drill music has just put this shit in people's heads. In like, people's heads? Dude, how many like, kids how many do you know? Smoking on tuka or whatever, and they don't even know what tuka means. How many kids do you know that their whole, like, Instagram is, like, guns and gang signs and shit? And it's like, motherfucker, you're from Plainville. Like, I, like you're a white kid from Plainville. What are you doing? Like, bro, you had it. Like, you had it made. Right? Come on, your parents are gonna pay for college. Like, why are you, like, trying to sell crack in Plainville? Who's gonna buy crack? Oh, bro. I finally remember what I was about to say, man, long ago. Now that we're talking about negative shit, that's what the world is missing. It's fucking kids like your boy Tommy. Just going to the fucking, like, neighborly shit, dude. Happy people. Give him a beer, you know what I mean? Like, this dude, Tommy, his dad died when he was mad young. His stepdad had cancer. Like, he, he had some crazy shit going on. He, his family had money and shit, you know, so he, he wasn't in the worst position in life by any yeah, means, but, but he had some personal shit going on. And <coughs> I was just about to say, <coughs> this kid is, like, the happiest motherfucker that I've ever met. Like... He always be just smiling, like he's real happy and joking all the time. He almost reminds me of like, like, 
a happy Joe Pesci, but like he's mad fucking just bro, mad jovial and nice. Like that is a friend. You got to do some crazy shit to make that kid not like you, bro. Tommy is like the sweetest fucking dude ever. Like I said, I don't even, you know what I'm saying? The other day he was just like, yo, if you ever come back to Connecticut and you need a place to stay, I got a room for you. And I was like, dude, that's fucking sweet as hell. I wouldn't even impose on you like that, but that's like sweet that you even off. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just, that's like, that's the type of person that this dude is. He like loves everybody. I can't blame most. Like it's hard to be like that these days, though. You know what I'm not even need any time. Like everybody has their own personal shit that you go through. Yeah, but that, think about how many times he said something like that to you that made you want to return the kindness. Facts. If there were more positive people in the world, because it, it, positivity spreads faster than negativity does. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, if somebody says something negative, how quick are you to shut it down? Well, yeah, because nobody wants to hear that shit. You know what I'm saying? But if somebody right. says something that makes you, like, think, like, or, you know what I'm saying? Nine times out of ten, it's, like, something positive. Unless it's, like, your homie and they're like, yo, chill the fuck out with that shit. Something stupid, you know? But, because I've had those, too. Yeah, well, that's out of love. It's all a lot of love. That's what the world needs, man. More love. It's a very cold place, and people are very mean to each other and treat each other like shit. Like one of my favorite quotes now is uh, Bob Marley. They're like, oh, do you have a lot of, are you rich? Do you have a lot of possessions? He said, my riches is like. He said, or, uh, Damn, I forgot what I was going to say. I'm real high. Give me a second. Uh, he basically said, like, he's going to live on forever. Hell, yeah. And what he, his message, you know what I mean? He was like, I am going to live through everyone forever. Like, I've, that's my richness. I don't need anything else. I've done what I was supposed to do. Mac Miller had this video of himself in a garden, and he was like, yo, the world needs more love. Spread love, even if that means just loving yourself. Love is a beautiful thing. Like, yo, for real, shout out to fucking Mac Miller. Uh, bro, I miss Mac, bro. Like, I literally talk to him sometimes. Like, that's how, like, close of a musical connection. Like, that's how close his music is. I was there from the kids' mixtape, bro. I remember when that shit dropped, best day ever, and then I just started listening to him all the time. Then uh, watching movies with the sound off came out, and that was crazy. Then he dropped Faces not too much later, and Faces and Delusional Thomas are some of my favorite albums of all time. And then that Swimming album was fucking crazy. I didn't listen, listen to The Divine Feminine, but... Yo, Diablo is one of the hardest songs that, like, I've ever heard. Like, Faces is probably my favorite musical compilation. I it's, love it's music. It's like, it's, a, it's like a window into his mind, into his person, into his being. You know how much I love music. I fucking listen to everything, but I have a hard time listening to albums all the way through. Faces oh is one God, of the... Faces is one of the rare albums that I could listen to from front to back, oh, like over and over. It's better well, that way. After you told me to listen to it, because my relationship with, like, his music is weird. Like, I'm not, I don't consider myself a poser because I've dove, I've dove deep into Mac, you know what I mean? I don't just know his radio songs. Yeah. Like, fucking, what do you call it? 
like the delusional Thomas shit, like you're not gonna find that on SoundCloud. No. I mean, not on SoundCloud, on Spotify, or you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like only on SoundCloud. It's fucking amazing. I put Justin on the other day and he was like, yo, I'll be listening to this almost every day. Open up your mouth and then I'm pooping in it. Yo, shout out to fucking Mac. But anyways, go on, my bad. That song Nebraska that he did is hard as fuck too. The one he did with Dash was crazy. The one he did with Earl was crazy. Nah, one had Dash and another song had Earl in it. Yeah, okay, yeah. I got like all those things. Like the, I like the shit that Earl did too, Wind in My Sail. When Faces came out, I was in a dark fucking place. I was doing a lot of things that I shouldn't been doing. I was doing a lot of psychedelics. I was doing a lot of fucking shit that I shouldn't have been doing at a young age. I think I was like 16 and 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 I was not happy. I was very very depressed. Like like not happy with my life at all doing all this shit to try to fill a hole or something like that. And faces came out and it was like, yo, someone else feels like this. You know what I'm saying? Cause I was going to say like my my relationship I started listening to him um before he dropped is that one called ladders no no that's like one of the things on the blue swimming. slide park no no before he dropped swimming that's when i like started like die. like i've always heard mac playing like wait because i always grew up with you you know what i mean and, yeah uh what do you call it malachi i love mac miller so i was always listening to that shit like he's on my feet like all that shit but fucking i freaking really dove into him before he dropped the swimming album and then when he dropped the swimming album i was like oh shit this dude isn't just a rapper anymore i mean like i i was in the fucking dust i think he said it all it's crazy that we're so like similar i literally had just got off of binging acid for a few months binging fucking acid Exactly, Mac, Mac, Mac was like with the drug shit. It was so honest. It was so honest. It wasn't. They weren't trying to be anything. It was. They were really expressing their their demons. You know. Because I mean? dude, with, that's why people fell in love with Peep is because he put his pain into his music and it's fucked up as it is. People fucking ate it up. You could tell. You could tell that certain people just need. You know, once faces dropped, I don't know how much fucking money he had, but he had like a reality TV show. He had done mad tours. This dude had money. And he even said, 
I think that was around the same time. I don't remember if it was before well, or after. He definitely made mad money because he made a song about when I first made a hundred grand. And he was like, he made Donald Trump and shit. Right? He was on some shit at that time. People had to have at least money. So by the time Faces came out, you know, we were just talking about it earlier. Fucking, you run out of shit to do, and you you you're you're stuck with yourself. And, and and unfortunately, a lot of people don't like themselves. You know what I'm saying? I am one of those people sometimes. Or any... It, it, it's The human psyche is a fragile fucking thing. And once you start loading it up with substances, especially psychedelics, which he rapped about quite a bit, taking acid all the time and blah, 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 blah. And even I'm still guilty. I eat shrooms. I eat shrooms all the time, but... In the, what do you call it? My bad to cut you off again, but I was one of the interviews that I was watching. Um, fucking, they said that, like, the people that were around him, you know what I mean? Like, his friends, they said that once he dropped Acting Delic, they were like, all right, you finally found, like, who you are. You know what I mean? Like, your style type shit. And then he stuck to that, because Macadelic was where the lean shit started hitting hard. Macadelic was where... He was pink, and, you know, and that's what they said, too. That's when he started doing mad drugs and shit. Yeah. It's sad, dude. It really is. It really is. Ma- hanging like, out with Lil Wayne. The, I don't know if he's hanging out with him, but he definitely did a song with him, so I imagine he was. Right. He was hanging out with French Montana and shit. They did a tour together. Like, dude... Oh, oh, yeah, bro, remember when he was mixing up the fucking lean and the two-liter? Yeah, bottle? he was like, this is not no act, bro. You got to be careful. If you sip this like, shit, you won't wake like, up. Nah, this is just enough. That boy is crazy. Shout out to Mac again, bro. The lean I'm shit is crazy. Like, I look up to the sky sometimes, like, when his songs come on, and I'm like, you know, you just get that feeling, that, like, fulfillment. I just look at the sky, and I just... It's a it's a crazy thing. This dude was one of my, like literally like like one of my favorite shout like. Shout out to fucking MF Doom. Shout out to Sean Craze. Shout out to Juice World. I didn't really listen to him, but he could freestyle for hours. Yeah, Juice World was day. fucking crazy. Juice, it the rest in peace to anybody who's been affected by the drug shit, yo. I if anybody uh, listening. I just want to say, if anybody, you know, who might be listening, got any problems with the fucking drug shayo, you could always, like, message, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to set up a Gmail account and shit for, like, people to message us at and shit. So, uh, someone... Someone will be listening, you know what I'm saying? Even if no one else will, you could always vent to your boy. Like, I I'm, I, I feel for the people who got fucking demons, you know what I'm saying? I've been seeing that shit and dealing with that shit my whole life, and it's a terrible fucking thing. It starts as a choice. It affected our, our life as kids, like. 
it starts as a choice and a lot of people like treat drug addicts like like shit and you got to realize that like a lot of them people yo you know they got shit that they're dealing with like people don't choose to be homeless on you know what i'm saying like you're not right in the head if you're choosing to be homeless and doing crack instead of like eating and so you know what i'm saying there's obviously it's a sickness bro it's like a Parasite. Yeah, for real. That shit is sad. That shit is sad. And the and the and, and and the pharmaceutical companies push this shit on people. Like, how do you feed a kid uppers the whole time you're a little kid? Like, you guys even seen that shit, and then expect kids not to do drugs when they get older, bro. The your parents' solution to fucking you not paying attention in school rather than being like, all right, let's find, like, a way that works for this nigga to learn. They were just like, put him on drugs. And then, you know what I'm saying? Look at now, look at what happened. You loved acid. You loved, we, we chain smoke fucking weed. Like, it's like cigarettes. Like, like how, what do you expect to happen if, like, as soon as a kid has, like, any type of problem, the first thing you do is put them on fucking drugs, bro. It's not going to. Like, we need to learn to deal with these ways like problems way more naturally than we're approaching this right now everything is tried to be like solved chemically but there's the problem is that it's not it's not a chemical problem that like society has it's like a moral values problem you know what i'm saying people got it's all it all comes down to, bro, you got to really love the children. Like, you got to fucking, like, not do any evil onto children. You know what I'm saying? If you're, like, a bitter, angry person and you have kids, like, you can't bring that shit into them because, like, a child got to have the space to grow and form their own opinions and become a whole person with the chance to learn life themselves. You know what I'm saying? You can't set them up with a mindset for failure. That shit is awful to have kids and hate them or to have kids and be like a miserable fuck who don't want to teach them anything or whatever. You know what I'm saying? That shit is awful. How can you? And and a lot of the times it's not even people's fault because after like World War Two, the just population fucking boomed and that had a that had repercussions on the economy. Everything has repercussions. You know what I'm saying? So the more people there are, the more mouths there are to feed, the more shit that has to be done. Blah 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 blah. And now rent is almost impossible off like a minimum wage fucking job. You know what I'm saying? You gotta go to college and hope that you could get a fucking job. And and how could you be an adult, and if you're having money problems and shit, you know what I'm saying, how could you not be a bitter person? But at the same time, you can't bring that shit out onto your kids, because kids are like, bro, kids are the future of the world, you know what I'm saying? We gotta you set them up. remember, too, they never asked for this shit. No child never asked to be born. laid down and enjoyed the fruits of your, you know what I mean? Like, you gotta... <coughs> You made your bed, Mike. Into that shit, baby. You just can't, uh, as a father, I can attest to that. It's sad to see the way that a lot of people treat their fucking it's kids. Sick, bro. I, I just found out that my brother and sister's mom is going to see them for the first time this year for Christmas. Yeah, and what's she going to have to offer them? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, she's 
situation where I could never see myself doing nothing like that. It just makes me angry. Yeah. Like, you know that, like, I used to be able to tolerate it before I had kids. Like, I would be able to be nicer and stuff. But I don't think I could do that shit now. Now that I, like, know. Uh, it's like a, it's an instinct. You know what I mean? And, like, how could you not have that instinct? Yeah, to, to be there with your children. You had them. You know what I'm saying? Them fucking kids didn't ask you to be born any more than you asked to be born. So why the fuck, you know? I don't know, dude. It's sad. It's crazy, man. Yo, before but, we get too deep into the societal critiques, it's about, a, about an hour deep. I think we should shut this podcast down. We're like double time what I thought we were about to record. Yeah, alright, well, you want to plug the, your Instagram and whatnot? I don't have that shit set up yet, so I'll plug, oh, uh, well actually, yeah, if you want to follow my personal Instagram, you can follow me at 860gasface, G860G4S underscore F-A- A-C-E, I think. I don't know. I'll try to link it in the description whenever I end up posting this. Well, this has been episode one of the Unemployed Podcast. Hope it was not boring. And obviously wasn't if you made it this far. Mm -hmm. Fell asleep on YouTube or some shit. I don't know. But we'll see you in the next episode. Yo, and to anyone who's the listening like i said before you got any fucking questions complaints comments you want to fucking maybe got ideas for the show you want to call and be a fucking guest you got some interesting story something i'm gonna post a fucking a separate gmail account just for the show so soon (laughs) alright have a good night guys thank you for listening if you did if not go fuck yourself (laughs) out